remember how <laughs> we were bathing because we're very young, we always used to bath together. <laughs> and I was like, let's do a drinking competition. Ever finishes. This was, wait, this was after we'd bathed ourselves. The tub water is brown. There's like the soapy suds on top. And then she says, let's exactly. do a drinking competition. Please continue. <laughs> I'm like, let's have a drinking competition. So I wasn't drinking. I was blowing bubbles. Ah. Uh. Ah, here we go. December is my favorite month ever, mostly because of my birthday and Christmas, the family food fun. It makes me feel better. Santa already knows what's on my wish list, so take a listen as I openly share. Actually, it's we because it's home for the holidays, even though I'm not physically there. Join in the convo, it's home for the holidays. Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of And Other Things and today I am joined by my older sister Gabby. Hi. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, thanks. We've been talking for 30 minutes before this so we're warmed up and we're ready to go but just to give you all an idea of who my older sister is, so she is a 25-year-old assistant coordinator at a wedding planning business. And I asked her what her hobby is, but she doesn't have one. So <laughs> we decided that she <laughs> she likes to research anything and everything. <laughs> Can you Which talk is about true, that? I do very much so. What, what do you research? Anything I come across, really. What have you been I researching I like to recently? know things. Pardon? What have you been researching recently? Recently, it's about Trump. I'm sorry. Oh, interesting. What about him? <laughs> Everything about him. Like, I, I'm just trying to understand his way of thinking. Ah. Which is, I'm still <laughs> researching on it because, you know, it goes back mm. to when he started. Remember that, what we used to watch? The Apprentice. The Apprentice? Mommy used to love that. Yeah. We did. Yeah. But then I don't understand how he then became president. Have you... So I'm just trying to put my mind around it. What Have you gone back to his childhood? No, not yet. Because I listened to this book. It's an... I think it's a it's it comes in a hard copy, but also an audio book. And I listened to the audio book. And it was written by mm -hmm. his niece. And it was released earlier this year, I think, in the summertime. And it's mm -hmm. all about him. And wait, I'm gonna literally. Find... Yeah, it's it's all about him. I'm I'm gonna find the, um, the name of the book. It's called "Too Much and Never Enough: How My Family Created the World's Most Dangerous Man." And it's all about oh, Trump. Wow, it's so interesting because she starts from her his father or his childhood him and his brothers and how their mm -hmm. father treated them and how that led to trump being the way that he is and mm -hmm. especially from this election because he hasn't yet conceded right he hasn't yet acknowledged well at this time we're he hasn't he hasn't i was on twitter Biden. yesterday and i was reading one of his posts i'm like oh my word there he goes again <laughs> <No>. <laughs> literally that's all it's been it's there he goes again and his father raised him to have this him and his brothers to have this like we always win we don't lose mm -hmm. we're not losers in the trump 
household and that's this mentality that he's carried on so I would if you want to do more research on him I'd recommend listening to that book because there's so many psychological but also childhood things that go into the way that he is today it's so interesting it makes sense because that's what I, I kept on wondering as to how he then became this person because yeah. it's very weird it is. He's just. He's it's in so much like, denial. He. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's almost really sad and scary at the same time because it's. It feels sometimes it feels like he's just doing it for fun, but I feel like it's on a deeper level. This is how he mm-hmm. he really thinks that this is actually the way that he thinks, and it's not just him. I being think he ha- he lives in his own world, mm. and he sees things differently from the way the world sees it yeah absolutely it's it's scary it's really really scary and thank god there's a new president now um well hopefully if everything goes goes well (laughs) (laughs) you never know know. you never know with donald j trump Mm-hmm. But yeah, who anyway, knows what he has up his sleeve? <laughs> exactly, literally. But this episode yes. is not about Trump; it's about you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're yes. gonna start off with some questions, just to get you know you get to know you better. Just some random questions. I have four that I picked out here. Okay. And feel free to pass if you don't feel comfortable asking, or feel free to say. Like, take your time to answer these questions. This is just for our audience members to get to know you. And also for me to get to know some things that I didn't know about you. All right. Okay. What in your life right now gives you a sense of purpose? Right now? Yeah. I think it's my mom. It's Mm. definitely my mom. Mm. Um, She's done a lot for me. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like at some point in my life, I really just want to give her everything and more that she actually deserves. Mm. I mean, mm. she really works really, really hard. And whenever I want something, even at my big age, <laughs> um, she still provides it for me mm. without me asking. So, yeah, I think that's for now. That's really That's my sweet. Purpose. And I, I guess it this is, would be I a, love good, her so much. a good point to say that we are actually half sisters. So we have the same dad, but not the same mom. In case someone is like, yeah. is your, my mom, <laughs> she actually not the same mom. But yeah, no, I um, know. that's really mm-hmm. sweet. Hi, Auntie Sylvia, if you're listening to this, if you, if you send it to her. <laughs> sweet. Okay. What activity helps you get out of your head and into your body? I like hiking. Really? I do, actually. I really, really do. It's just that I don't like hiking in Zimbabwe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Zim, Zim is pretty Definitely flat. Definitely South Africa. They're, hey? Zim is pretty flat. There are not very many. If you want to go to the mountains, you have to drive, especially where you are right now mm-hmm. in Harare. It's pretty flat. And yeah, I don't know if they're... Like, in the States, there are a lot of hills, whereas compared to mm-hmm. Zim, it's either flat or it's mountains. You know, mm-hmm. or like Lombo shower the rocks. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, where where have you been going hiking in South Africa? In South Africa, we went to Cape Town, mm. the Table Mountain. Oh. That was very very nice. Yeah, that's nice. I, I enjoyed been... that. I want to do it again. I've done it a couple of times, but I want to do it again. Mm. It really helps me. Mm. 
That's yeah. nice. What about it helps you get out of your head? Is it just being in nature or is it like the activity? I love nature, hey, mm. funny enough. I've always loved it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know this. No, I didn't. Um, you didn't? I feel like you were I, the I've one always who liked was... it. But you do know it. Remember when I would always be excited to go camping, oh, like, like you know, the school trips yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That was so good. That yeah. So, so, you know, I just, I'm in my zone. I'm at peace. I'm not really worrying about anything or anyone. Mm. Because as you get older, you do get stressed a lot. Mm. So, true. in that moment, I'm really not thinking about anyone but myself. And yeah. what I want to do for myself. So it really helps me. Mm. That's and I'm happy. Nice. I love that. I also like, well, I don't go hiking very much. But when I do, it's always really fun. Because it's it's mentally and physically challenging. But at the same time, just being around trees or out in the fresh air is really, mm-hmm. really refreshing. Because we spend a lot of our times indoors. The first time hiking was terrible for me. <laughs> Why? <really> fit. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. It's not easy. It's not easy to walk it's up on, a, on an incline. But you do get used to it yeah. at some point. Yeah. If you're fit. Exactly. But you the do. first day, oh my word, I struggled. <laughs> the whole time I was just complaining. <laughs> Are you more fit now? I am, actually. Mm. And I'm losing weight, nice. which is good. Love that I've gained a bit. Yeah. But yeah. Love that for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what trip have you taken that changed your mindset or daily rhythms? A trip. Mm-hmm. So it can be local, international. I went to Dubai. Mm. Oh, yeah. That was, was that at the end of last year or at the beginning of this year? No, it was last year. Okay. Um, just after my birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw a different world. Mm. I know it's weird to say world, but I literally saw a different world because it's so different from many countries. In what ways? In every way. The way the people are, it's so safe. It's it's very safe. You know, I would leave my phone there or forget it and I'll still come back and it's still there. (laughs) Not in Zoom, man. (laughs) You're not scared of thieves. You know, you can walk around at any time. And Mm. it was was a nice experience for me. Mm. I would love to stay there one day. Really? Or for a few years. And culturally... I don't know. I've I've not been... They follow their culture, which I really like. Mm. Um, obviously the very cultured people we can't say everyone in Dubai is cultured but they do follow their culture and they always smell good (laughs) that's what I really like Like, (laughs) everyone smells good you know I didn't come across a person that smells bad wow that is interesting it's interesting (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting because you know the whole time I love Arabic scents so it was the the aroma was just there constantly wherever you were so I really loved that okay last question before we get into our conversation for our topic for the episode how has your sense of worth changed throughout different seasons of your life it's quite a loaded question it is 
Wow. Okay, I know a lot of people are going to listen to this. <laughs> Hi, Dad. <laughs> woo! So... We're going there. <laughs> hey? I said, woo, we're going there. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Feel free to be as vulnerable or as not vulnerable as you want. Just share whatever you're comfortable sharing. Okay, this I can share because this part of my life, you were... You were there. I think there's so... Oh, my word. This question. There's so many parts of my life where they broke me but made me into who I am now hmm. including my dating life and it was mostly my dating life that you know yes I of that one person <laughs> we won't mention names but I know you know this person and um, growing up I'm sorry to say this but growing up um when your parents aren't together mm. it kind of breaks you as a child mm. because i know i was very confused i didn't understand a lot of things yeah and now that i'm all grown up i do understand but back then when i reflect i'm like i didn't i didn't understand what was going on mm. and for me it was very confusing and I grew to hate a lot of people around me, mm. which was bad. And all I wanted to do was just run, mm. run away from my troubles, run away from everything. Or if, um, which you did, you did physically. I did. Physically and run. I would, and I would, funny thing is when the first time I ran away, I ran away into, um, then was my, my boyfriend then his arms because I felt mm. I was loved mm. because I felt I wasn't mm. yes pe- my I won't lie they do love me very much yes that I know mm-hmm. but I felt as if back then that the love was substituted for gifts mm. like you know if they gave me gifts um maybe that was their replacement for love I didn't understand it although yeah. I love gifts <laughs> that <Yes>. you know <laughs> <laughs> it always felt like that so the moment someone showed me love mm. not that I went to stay with my boyfriend no I didn't I didn't <laughs> <laughs> she did I didn't no I didn't I just went to my aunts but because of that I then felt love and the very person that I thought loved me then broke me mm-hmm. by saying very horrible things to me like, oh, you'll, you'll never be anything good. Um, why are you studying art? Mm-hmm. My mother would never accept a person like you or you're nothing. These were the exact wow. words, mm-hmm. not filtered. And it's not something that's new to you because I did talk yeah. to you about this. Mm-hmm. So I won't go deep into it because you already know most mm-hmm. of the horrible things you said. Mm-hmm. So it broke me for many, many years. I think about, okay, I can't say many, many. I'm not that old. <laughs> but <laughs> about three years, <laughs> it took me a long time to heal. 
until like i said to you earlier on i i prefer solving my problems for myself yeah one day i just woke up and i told myself i was worth it Mm. or there's absolutely nothing wrong with me my past is in the past i've dealt with it i've forgiven everyone that i thought had wronged me and had wronged me and i just from then on um, nothing can break me that's the truth it can hurt me for that specific time frame yeah but it can never break me or change how i see myself and my worth because i do know my worth Mm. even if someone tells me something bad about myself today you can hurt me yeah i'll cry but i'll get over it and i'll be fine because i always tell myself you're worth it you're beautiful do you deserve it all and i do like anyone else does we all deserve it all but until you believe it then you don't Mm. so yeah wow ever since it's just been easy peasy Mm. (laughs) wow i love that i love that for you that evolution of well i guess what i'm hearing is in your earlier years and I think this is the case for most people, especially women, is that your worth is determined by those around you. Or I guess that's how that's how we are taught to be or that's how we're mm-hmm. conditioned to be, to get our worth from the people around us, whether that be our family, our friends, our significant others. And especially when you're not receiving your worth from your immediate family you go elsewhere to find that and that's what you Mm -hmm. did um but now your worth is something that you determine on your own and I guess with God Mm -hmm. as well because you you excuse me you are religious so or spiritual so um yeah I love that that's thank you for sharing that I appreciate it you're welcome (laughs) and I believe everyone should always be like that it takes time hey Mm -hmm. it's not something that happens overnight Mm -hmm. But I guess, you know, I just told myself that, you know what, you are worth it. I don't compare myself to anyone. At all? I don't envy anyone, which is good. Yeah, yeah. it's good to do that. Yeah, no, it's good. I don't good. look at another girl. I'm like, yeah, I appreciate beauty. I appreciate, mm. you know, all those things. Yeah. I don't hate. Mm. I congratulate. That, that's what I tell myself. <laughs> I don't hate. I congratulate. <laughs> It took a long time for me to get here. Yeah. But now that I'm here, no one can tell me otherwise about the person I am and the kind of person I am because I know myself better and I've made myself better throughout the years. The few years, past few years. How long how long would you say it took you to accept your past, process it and then move on from it? Funny enough, it last year mm-hmm. is when I accepted everything. So last year when you were 24? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, when I was actually 20, I was 23. I hadn't turned 24 yet. Mm-hmm. I just accepted it all. Mm. That's after, and then on my 24th birthday, that's when I traveled to Dubai. Mm. So, you know, I just kept telling myself that, I deserve all of these things. Yeah. I understand certain things happen, but it's something I can't change because you can't change your past, mm. but you can change your future because it's very clear. 
there's nothing there yet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so you can change <laughs> it's a it. blank slate. Yeah. <laughs> you can change it and make it how you want it to be. Mm. And I want a lot of things. And I believe in the power of manifesti- um, manifesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I was about to uh, chop, chop. <laughs> <laughs> chop, chop. <laughs> I feel the greatest gift is peace. Mm. For me, that's my greatest gift. I love that. And that's one thing I do pray for. And I manifest it. I want peace in my life. Mm. When you have peace, you are so content. I can't even explain it. Mm. You know, I won't lie. I do stress. But that peace overtakes my stress. Mm. The peace I have. I'm at peace with a lot of things. Mm. You know, I am still working on certain aspects of my life. But when you have peace, it it really helps. And I want that for you. I hope you have peace. Do you have peace? (laughs) (laughs) I think I do. I mean, obviously, this year has been anything but peaceful. If if anything, it's been the opposite, which is, you know, chaotic and Mm -hmm. just disturbing. But um. I think I am getting to a point where I'm more and more joyful and just I remember a couple of days ago I was so happy about something um something happened for my friend and I was so happy for her and then something I I I challenged myself to do something and I I completed it and I was so so happy and then I injured myself or like I bashed my shin against the tub and in that I, in that moment I was so so happy that it didn't even matter that I literally like your shin bone <laughs> is the worst place that you can hit your shin bone is just so sensitive and to, to this day I still have the bruise but in that mm-hmm. moment I was just so so joyful and so happy about what had happened that nothing could have taken it away from me you know but obviously Mm -hmm. that's really trivial because what if I had I don't know gotten robbed or something more serious but I think I Mm -hmm. am getting to a point in my life where I'm finding that my joy is more prevalent or more powerful than any of the sorrows that I'm facing and obviously life has its challenge challenges and you go through seasons right some seasons are more challenging Mm -hmm. than others and I think right now I'm in a season that's not as challenging but still is Mm -hmm. challenging but I'm still keeping my joy and like you said peace but I do agree with you you should keep it it's good for you it's healthy for you Mm. I'll be lying if I say I don't have problems or I don't you know have things that bother me yeah but you always you know that one day when you look back and when you look at yourself now, you mm. notice that you're okay. Yeah. So I always tell myself, everything will be okay. Mm. And it will be okay. Because when you look back, you're like, oh my word, why was I stressing so yeah. much then? <laughs> if I knew I would be so happy today. Yeah, that's true. You know, so it it helps. It takes time. It takes a lot of time and... I like, I'm a thinker. I don't mm. know if, I think you know that. Mm-hmm. I think a lot. Mm. Mm. And I, I just put things together and break them apart in my head until it makes sense to me again. Yeah. Well, obviously, it I guess for me. it comes with experience, but also age because you are 
three, well, two and a half years older than me. So I'm 22. Mm-hmm. You turned 25 on the 28th of June and I'm going to be turning 23. Mm-hmm. So yeah, two and a half, two and a half years older than me. So I think as you grow and as you've experienced um, these certain things, you've come to know yourself better, which I think it's really important to know yourself first um, because then you mm-hmm. know how to manage all of your emotions you know what works for you you know Mm -hmm. yeah to know yourself and to love yourself Mm. not in vain yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. but to love yourself and to appreciate yourself as Mm. a person yeah yeah Mm. because if you don't do that I don't think getting that from elsewhere is healthy um because I don't think there's anyone who can love you 24 7 the way that you need to love yourself and the way that if you believe in God the way that God loves you no one can love you the way God loves you um Mm -hmm. and no one knows you the way that you know yourself so it's important that Mm -hmm. you love yourself Mm -hmm. yeah it is it's very important self-love is important Mm -hmm. you know we see it everywhere and people you know retweet Mm -hmm. post um pictures about it but you really need to take time to reflect and mm. ask yourself, do you love yourself? Mm. Because if you don't love yourself, then no one can love you. Mm. So many gems from big sister Gabby. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's true. Hey, I've noticed no, you need true. to love yourself first. Yeah, it's true. You need to have your own love language. We mm. all have different love languages. What's your you love language? You need to have that. Yours is okay? obviously gifts. One of your love oh, languages yes, is gifts, gifts. affection. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm I'm a hopeless romantic. Yeah, I love flowers. Oh my word! I literally just melt <laughs> with my gift flowers. Yeah, yeah, but they have to be. It has to be genuine. Yeah, and when it's not genuine, obviously you can tell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So yeah, do you get yourself? flowers because i know that usually when we talk about love languages we talk about someone else acting on our love Mm -hmm. languages but we don't really talk about ourselves using our love languages to love ourselves Mm -hmm. so i think that's do you do you love yourself with your love language so gifts yes i buy myself gifts all the time (laughs) i gift myself (laughs) i do i actually gift myself that's good i love jewelry Mm. So I gift myself with a lot of that. Yeah. Flowers, I do buy them. Yeah. I love, I'm actually going to have to buy flowers. I love fresh flowers. Me too. Me too. Although flowers here are expensive, which I don't understand, especially by the store that's near me. So Mm -hmm. I try not to buy ones that die too quickly, but I I really love fresh flowers. It's just Mm -hmm. such a great way to warm up your space and just make it feel more homey and just Mm -hmm. prettier as well make it look pretty very pretty Mm. i love that i do give myself i do buy myself flowers i do things for myself Mm. people find it weird although i don't go about preaching um to people that oh my word i bought myself this that's so weird (laughs) to many people but i do do it for myself like oh look what i got myself do you write yourself a card like dear gabby great job today you are a lovely human being (laughs) no i haven't got into that again but i think i'll start (laughs) (laughs) and send myself flowers oh gosh but those are the things i like Mm. i I do that a lot Mm. yeah for me so you're the first person i'm telling this (laughs) 
and well, obviously now, now the whole other world, people that are going to hear all this. All the, the billion people who listen to this podcast know that you <laughs> exactly. send yourself gifts. <laughs> I gift myself. So yeah, no, I knew I gift myself so much. Mm. And yeah. I enjoy it because it makes me happy. So mm. when I wear a piece of jewelry, I'm like, oh my word. Yeah. This is so pretty. I got yeah. this for myself. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, my love language is, well, I have, I think I have two main ones, but one of mine is quality time. And mm-hmm. it's weird to have quality time with yourself. But some of the ways that I do that is my morning walks. I'm really mm-hmm. intentional, intentional about walking um, every day during the week and I walk for mm-hmm. about an hour and that's my time for myself I also like to do collaging and scrapbooking or doing my hobbies one of my hobbies is puzzling doing puzzles jigsaw puzzles mm-hmm. and that's a way that I spend time with myself or taking I've actually taken myself out on a couple of dates which sounds mm-hmm. sad and weird <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's you good do, it's so good because honestly <laughs> you can treat yourself you know it's not like going on a date with someone else because then you don't have to worry about oh where do we want to eat what do we want to do you know you you, <laughs> exactly. you know yourself so you know what's going to mm-hmm. be good for you like I've taken myself out on solo picnics I spend some time by the water eating walking around and it's I think it's really important to practice your love language on yourself mm-hmm. it's yeah. true mm-hmm. Because no one else will understand it when you want it. Exactly. So it has to reflect mm. on you. Mm. Wow. Oh, this is so good. I was not expecting this conversation to go this direction. <laughs> but, but I'm glad that I we know. got here. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of want to shift to talk more about childhood memories. Because we okay. have a lot. So even though we are half-sisters, we lived together for the largest part of our childhood I would say I think when did we start living together was it it wasn't when When I was we were so young we were young it was in primary because we both did you guys were we at Borrowdale at the same time yeah I think it was when I was okay how old was I then because I remember we have those Borrowdale pictures when I think you didn't have a tooth or something. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> but I think we were, we were in primary school. Yeah, it was school. in primary school. We started living together in primary school. And then... I was in the third grade. I was in the third grade, right? Yeah, I think so. And I was in when grade When you went to Bardale. Oh, no. You... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my fr- I think I went to Bardale for one... For half of a year, term. and then I transferred to or for, for a term, right? And then yeah, I and went, then we to, went to Barrick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah. 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 So yeah, that's when we started staying together. Yeah, and then and we did everything together. Yeah. We had the same clothes most yes, of the times. The just same different hair. colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we were those phones. kids. We weren't even Remember twins. Remember, he got us phones. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> They were the brick phones where you have to I press know, like the letter. But it was so cool back then, I hey? Know. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> we literally, I think we we had the best childhood. Yeah, we had a really good childhood because we 
Well, first of all, we're pretty we're close in age. We're two and a half years apart. So we mm-hmm. I think we, we grew up in the same way. And even though we're not twins, I think mommy and daddy would dress us almost similarly, which the is same. weird. Yeah, like I would wear the blue, <laughs> you would wear the pink. <laughs> exactly. Well, I was always pink. Yeah, you're always pink. We know. <laughs> we loved the pink. <laughs> And I was then, always pink. Uh, Even in holidays. cartoons, remember Powerpuff Girls? Yes, you were. How you love, you love Bubbles. Name? I love Bubbles. You're Blossom. <laughs> I love, what's her name? Blossom. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have a buttercup at the time because Nyasha wasn't yeah. born. Nyasha wasn't born yet. Um, she wasn't. But we had Gaga. Gaga was, we also used to play with Gaga a lot. And a lot. Prudence and Tawanda. Oh, these are our neighbors, oh, by the way. I remember them. And then they ended up leaving the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, remember how we used to like ride our bicycles? Oh, and you had a pink bike and I had a blue pink. bike. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we used to ride our bicycles around the neighborhood. Well, not around the neighborhood, but in our, because we lived in a close, right? And that means that mm-hmm. our houses are in a semicircle. And so we had this courtyard driveway area where we would play and meet the other kids of the neighborhood. Oh, those were good. It was so much fun. times, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh. nice and the holidays <gasps> do you know that most of our childhood we didn't spend it in zimbabwe except for when we were in school because every holiday we would go either to zambia um mm-hmm. botswana tanzania. tanzania yeah remember how we used to say tanzania wait how do we used to say it <laughs> tanzania right <laughs> we used to say tanzania but it's tanzania <laughs> It's Tanzania, and remember when we used to say Harari? Harari, yeah, because we thought we were white. Oh my god! Exactly. <laughs> oh my word! We thought we were white. Oh gosh, that was terrible. We did. That was, was so ridiculous. terrible. Well, I mean, we went to our primary school was majority white, so I think it's I think mm-hmm. it's natural that we were picking up the majority habits. And I talked about this in our in my last episode where I said. When you are in a place where there's a dominant culture and a non-dominant mm-hmm. culture, the dominant culture is going to win. And for us, that was like, we wanted to be the white people with our braids. Remember how when we would get braids, we tuck tuck the hair behind our ears like the white guys? <laughs> I remember. And when we were running, we'd make sure they moved. Yes. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. You literally like... It was ridiculous. I to make sure that your hair is whipping in the wind. <laughs> It was crazy, but you remember? No, you know what? At Barrick, we weren't allowed. We, were we weren't allowed to <laughs> to speak Shana. Remember? Yes, actually, in a lot of schools, even at Arundel, we weren't allowed to speak Shana because it's an English mm. medium school, which just means yeah, we that's like allowed. neo-colonialism just trying to still take over us, even though we were an independent country, but. Yeah, I that remember when I started speaking Shana properly was when I was at 15. Gateway, right? Was yeah. it at Gateway? Yeah. It was at Gateway. But when I was at Gandhi. Oh yeah, Gandhi. I remember my Shana teacher, oh my word. What is his name? I forgot his name. <laughs> and he chased me out of his class <laughs> because he thought I was pretending. <laughs> when I was like, I can't be an L one Shana. I have to be an L two because I don't understand. That, no, it. that was literally me at Arundel, and I, I'm so ashamed to say this, but I literally and I talked about this in my podcast. I didn't mm-hmm. want to be an L one Shana. My Shana wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. But I definitely wanted to be an L two because I was like, I want to be where exactly. all the white girls are. Why would I want to? 
<laughs> exactly. Oh, so messed up. Oh my gosh. I remember wow. mommy came to the school. I remember she came to Gandhi and she shouted at the teachers. <laughs> and I was putting out to Shona because it was so difficult for me, yeah. but they didn't believe me. Yeah. And then, you know, some kids would be like, oh, she just wants to be white. She's an Oreo. I'm like, oh my word, these people. <laughs> so Guys, weird. Guys, it was a struggle. And so rowdy, which is bad. Yeah. Now yeah. that you look at it. Yeah. It's no, because it's we terrible. were raised in that way. Yeah. And even at home. We didn't know. speak. We only spoke Shana with the maids. Only. Yeah. But it was always English. And everyone would eat dinner at the table with your knife and fork. Yeah. No elbows on the table. Yeah. You know, all the rules, Very literally. Proper. Yeah. And even exactly. at Barrack, remember, so that's we used how to have we grew to up. say, we used to have to say, excuse my fingers and thumbs when we wanted to pick exactly. up like a piece of chicken to eat it with all. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was so messed up. Wow. It was. <laughs> we used to say that all the it. time. And like, if you put your Why elbows on the table, you'd literally, you'd literally be reprimanded if you put your elbows on the table. No elbows on the table. It was exactly like when you think of a British finishing school where they teach mm-hmm. ladies or gr- young girls to be proper ladies, like sit up straight, knife and fork mm-hmm. only, use your spoon, don't eat with your fingers. That's how we were raised. It literally at home and at school. It's crazy. <laughs> it was always like that. So, you know, when you now growing up, when you, you know, certain things do follow you when you yeah. grow up and you look at people like, why are you out yes, on the table? Literally. Oh my gosh. And if you're out at a restaurant, I don't pick up meat. I finish it in my plate with a knife yeah. and fork. Oh gosh, it's terrible. So when people do that, I'm looking at them like, oh my word. <laughs> no, I was what? definitely like that because when I first came to the States, I would always eat with my knife and fork, no matter what. Now I'm getting mm-hmm. out of the habit of it, but I would always think it was so weird because Americans, they would use their right hand for their fork. And then when they mm-hmm. needed their knife, they would pick it up with their left hand and like drag the food onto it. Whereas us, it's the other way. And you only use mm-hmm. your fork in your left hand, knife in your right hand. You cut your mm-hmm. meat, whatever. You put your rice onto your thing. It was, and <sighs> I know, it's so strange. Everything is it's so twisted. Yeah, it's crazy. Even sadza. I remember we used to eat sadza with a knife and fork. Yes, <laughs> at and school. Then, but at, I think at for home, the longest time, it was so home, normal for me. We used to eat me. it with our hands, right? At home, we used to eat it with our hands. But at school, you had to eat it with your knife and fork. At home, we would eat it with our hands. But didn't mommy say that we had to eat it with our hands? Yeah, because we were trying she to did, eat it with our knife, and fork. Our knife and fork. <laughs> <laughs> and I think at some oh point, she not tell the maid not to put the knife and fork because <laughs> yes. she always used. <laughs> we were the strangest children. Oh my gosh, <laughs> literally so messed up. Literally. I feel like we could make a movie about this and about neocolonialism and how these british Mm -hmm. habits infiltrated our childhoods and are still with us today exactly because a lot of things like um who was it the other day that i saw eating with a knife and fork sata and people are asking him why you doing it i'm like it's normal what's wrong with it he doesn't want to use his hands he can use the knife and fork oh gosh and they found it so weird but for me it was completely normal Wow. Like, it's very normal. I can't believe we had to say excuse our fingers and thumbs. That's the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard. 
Wow. <laughs> and then you'd pick up your meat and then eat it. <laughs> and you weren't supposed to like, because I remember you, oh my gosh, you used to chew the bone until it was literally <laughs> crumbs. But at school, you had to leave a little bit of meat on the bone because it was rude that you weren't to allowed strip to. it all off. Mm-hmm. Even in, that's what, up till now, I do, when I'm home, obviously I chew both <laughs> when I'm by myself. But if I'm in a restaurant, that's when I the Zimbo comes out food. at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I always leave a bit of meat on the bone because that's the normal thing to do. Yeah. And then you put your knife and fork together, which is yes after you, everyone yeah when you finish when but done. people actually don't do that here and it's so weird to me they don't put their knife and fork together they just leave it really yeah and I, the serviette they don't use serviettes they also call them napkins or paper towels they use paper towels but obviously this is not everywhere but this is like in mm-hmm. daily life people use paper towels so it's like tissue but stronger and then it's mm-hmm. big squares that's what they use so no serviettes and you if you say serviette no one will know what you're talking about <laughs> i actually had to stop saying serviette because everyone's here like napkin napkin or paper towel but to us a napkin is what you wrap mm-hmm. the baby in a nappy that's what you put your exactly baby in. that's what we know napkin <laughs> yeah. oh my oh god. god speaking of weird childhood things do you remember how i used to eat soap yes how did that start <laughs> i don't you always used to eat soap it was so weird <laughs> but i'm sorry to say this in front of people i have to share an embarrassing story about you oh no wait is this the bathtub story yes oh yes i wanted you to share it go go tell the people <laughs> remember how we were bathing because we're very young always to bath together and i was like let's do a drinking competition Ever and finishes. This was, wait this was after we'd bathed ourselves the tub water is brown there's like the soapy suds on top and then she says let's exactly. do a drinking competition please continue <laughs> have a drinking competition so i wasn't drinking to see, was blowing to see bubbles. who can finish the tub water by the way that's what she said let's have a competition to see who can finish the tub water <laughs> and you were drinking i was actually drinking the water you guys i was drinking the dirty tub water because okay first of all we had the a dynamic where you were because i don't know if it was because you are the older sister or because of your personality you're more authoritative i would follow Mm -hmm. in your lead and i was scared of you sometimes because you'd get angry and upset so i was like i'm just gonna do what she says and also i was (laughs) very naive i mean i used to eat soap so like this was like my my dinner you know soap and bathtub water (laughs) exactly so i was literally drinking the water you guys like actually put my head underwater and like started like (laughs) you were drinking it the whole time (laughs) I was blowing bubbles. (laughs) And then you, what did you say to me? Didn't you say you were full or something? Yeah, my tummy started to hurt because I'd been drinking so much water. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think you said, oh yeah, you won. Let's go, let's go. Then when we went to dinner, my tummy was literally so sore. I couldn't even (laughs) eat. And I remember it was beans that day. And I was like, I just ate so, (laughs) I just drank so much (laughs) bath water. Wait, did we end up telling mommy? I think we told her, right? When no, I told we didn't her, tell her. We didn't tell her. 
But she's going to hear about yeah, it now. She's going to- <laughs> <laughs> this is what I used to go through as a child, as a younger sibling, you guys. <laughs> oh, but oh, you were God. so naughty. Do you know that? Do you wait? You put do you remember bu- when you? Oh, you're gonna tell the bean story. Wait, do you remember when you broke my crayons in half so that I would have more? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mommy brought me a a brand new pack of cra- the nice ones, Crayola, the expensive yeah. crayons. And then you're like, let's break them in half so you can have even more crayons. <laughs> I, can't. I think I was a difficult child. You were, you were a difficult sibling, man. You were, I think you were the, so spontaneous and adventurous. But also, I used to do dumb things like the bean. When I put the, was it a baked bean? When you put it up your nose. <laughs> because, no, you, this is under scream. your influence. Because remember, you used to put, was it you or Uncle Ronnie? You guys used to put marbles in one in one nostril. I would. And I did it as well. But you, were, you it, why right? would you do that? <laughs> no, was I it, did it and I put it You up put it till, too yeah. far. Oh, you put it too far. And then I took it out. <laughs> and then you put it too far. And then I got stuck. No, the bean. Remember, the bean was Nyasha. The bean was Nyasha, Nyasha was when she bean. was a baby. But I was the marble. Because you, you used put to put marble. it. In... Yeah. It was way too far up. I was like, oh, my word. I was just copying was your lead, man. And then our marbles got complicated. <laughs> our marbles. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember the time? Because we had bunk beds, right? And the bunk mm-hmm. beds, they had these bars like very skinny um white bars and they were about like a hand width apart and they were uh-huh. like on the headboard yeah. and then you used to put your head in there you used to put your head and then it would come up put your head then it'll come yeah up. one day i was like you know what let me try this <laughs> i put my head and it got stuck you guys oh my got... <laughs> and my ears and i started crying I was like mommy mommy <laughs> You were the worst influence, but the thing is, you would Guys, you would do it properly. Influence. You would do it properly and get away with it. Then when I'd copy it because I wasn't an expert like you, <laughs> I get it. I always used to do it, and it was so normal for me. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then you did it. The first time you did it, you got stuck. Yeah, oh. the first time I did it, I got stuck. But you used to copy a lot of things I would do. I used to do literally Not. everything that you did. And that's what got me into trouble. Because you <laughs> you were smart and you could get out of it. But I was naive. And I was just like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to do what she's doing. I don't know how she just <laughs> accomplished it. But I'm going to try anyway. <laughs> oh, my oh, word. Oh, my gosh. We had the best memories. Those and were remember the days. how we were in Zambia and we got remember that CD player we had? <gasps> and we used to listen to Cheetah Girls. Oh, Cheetah Girls. It was pink, it was so right? Nice. It was like pink and like a metallic pink, and it was rounded. Yeah. And we had all what the CDs. What was the brand again? Wasn't it Philips or no? What was? I think it, it was Philips. I think it was. I can't remember, but it was so pretty because the the speakers were white, and then the rest of it was this beautiful metallic pink. It was pink. It was oh, so gosh. pretty. And we had Cheetah Girls. We had High School Musical. The the soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Those were and the days. Those um perfumes. Oh my word! I've always loved perfume. Remember the perfumes Daddy got us when we were in Zambia, the yeah. penguins. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think mine had a penguin. I don't remember. It had. I had a penguin one, and then you had a different one. Oh. But they were kind of the same. And we had our um, what is it called? The um, do you remember shower gel? Yes, I remember the shower gels. We used to so, like really nice so things. We were so bougie. We were bougie. We lots. were. <laughs> do you remember uh, our bean babies? Oh yes, I Where do. You would, you would stand it up. It was kind of I don't know what physics or magic what it was, but you would stand it up and then it would like not fall over. I don't know if any uh-huh. of you listeners have ever experienced bean babies, but they're these cylindrical toys and they're very tiny like almost like smaller than your thumb like halfway through your thumb they're like yeah they're not very big and they have faces on them and then (sighs) what happened to them by the way i don't know i feel like we just kind of left everything in zambia and then we never went back or something (laughs) oh yeah because we had we we had so many toys and it was always the latest toys exactly Oh my gosh! All remember, the time. Remember when we um got in trouble in Tanzania when we we had these neighbors, right? Who were <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, do you remember we had these neighbors? Because it was like this apartment complex that we lived in, and we mm-hmm. we used to live in Tanzania or Zambia for the holidays because our dad used to work there. So one time mm-hmm. we were in Tanzania and we had these neighbors. I remember Sonia and Farheen. Do you remember they were? Yes, I remember of Arabic descent and, and they were Muslim. Mm-hmm. And they all lived in. I don't know. Was Naz their younger sister? Who was Naz? Naz stayed. Didn't she stay opposite us? Because yes, Naz, remember, Naz, she's like, my name she had the means coconut. Nails. Yeah. Yes. Because Naz is a coconut. <laughs> I remember. And Farheen, we used to call her Forehead. Forehead. Yes. Because and Sonia. Like forehead. But Farheen and Sonia were sisters. And they lived in an mm-hmm. apartment that was way on the other side, almost by the gate. And mm-hmm. one time... because we were really close with them and then we went there for dinner and we were playing hide and seek and I remember I was running up the stairs and then I bumped one of the pictures that was on the wall and then it fell and then the their dad was so so angry at us and he was cussing me out he was like I'm pretty sure he said something racist like oh this black child and then their mom was and he said why did I told you not to invite these Christians over yes because they were Muslim when when they wanted to pray Yes. And then they were like, we can't pray because they're Christians, yeah. Yeah. And we're like, no, it's fine. You guys can pray. They're like, oh, well, all right. <laughs> it was... And, oh. then, and then after that, we weren't allowed to go there. But, of course, you decided that it was okay. <laughs> While mommy and daddy were out and about, daddy was at work, <laughs> we would <laughs> sneak over to their house. <laughs> and she came back unexpectedly. Came we didn't back- expect her to come back so early. <laughs> Do you remember our maid? What was her name? Oh, I, it's like Cori, Coriander? No. <laughs> Do you remember? It was like Cori, Corida or something like that. Uh-huh. And she was like, she came running to us. She was like, come, your mom is here. She wants to know where you guys are. Or we got back to the house and she was like, your mom has been looking for you. Where were you? <laughs> oh my word. It was so bad. And then we got into so, so much, much trouble. trouble. Wow. <laughs> did we get belted? I don't think we did in Tanzania. No, we didn't, but we got grounded. Yeah, we got grounded. Then we weren't allowed to leave. But of course, you know, 
the kids that we as were as we, we did we always stay outside eventually yeah. though she would forgive us and we'd play outside yeah. oh, and gosh. we had such cool i liked them their parents were very racist yeah their parents were racist but, but they were so cool they were very nice they yeah. were so so nice and remember matilda matilda yes she was our she, helper yes she used remember she used to cook us mushrooms in the morning that's when i mm-hmm. first started to love mushrooms because she used to make a big breakfast and she used to saute mushrooms and that's when i i fell mm-hmm. in love with them because we had that was when like we had the, the view of the ocean there was one house where we had the beach right the by be- us remember that guy who used to stay oh my gosh i'm sorry dad <laughs> Oh my yes. word, I had this huge crush on him. And I was so scared to talk to him all the time. Yeah. But we had, what happened to that house? You need to ask Daddy. I don't remember. I think because we would first stay at the apartment complex. <clears throat> and I think one time we moved to that house. But I don't remember what happened to it. When we were in Tanzania, we started, we stayed at the apartment. First, and then right. we stayed in Dar es Salaam at the hotel. Remember that hotel? Yes. Do you remember Kariako? The market? Oh, <laughs> do you remember what you did? Oh, no. What did I do? Oh, for those listening, Kariako was this bazaar, right? And in, there's some like this in Zimbabwe. But the one in Tanzania was so loud, so dirty, and it smelled mm-hmm. so bad. But you would go and get produce, but also they had clothes and things. What well, I think they it was had very, you. very nice things. What did you do? Or what did I do? No, I'm, I got it mixed up. It was actually, remember Bagamoyo? Bagamoyo. What was that? That, remember when Diddy had a business meeting with all his business <gasps> friends? The shrimp. Oh! <laughs> yes! <gasps> yes! Okay, Bagamoyo <laughs> was this, ho- it was a, a resort, right? Or a hotel place? It was like, wasn't it like an island? Yes, it was an island or yeah. I don't I don't really remember, but we we took a ferry to go there. Yes, I remember. And we had what was it was so we were having shrimp dinner. Kebabs. Yeah, it was shrimp kebabs and it was a long table, right? Mm-hmm. And we I think Daddy and his business partners were sitting on one end of it and we were on the other side. And then side. we were sitting at the other end. Yeah. Like with mommy. It was just us three. Yes. <laughs> and oh my word was it, it was you right no it was you that was you because i remember you were trying to we had sh- shrimp kebab so it was on the skewer and you were trying to get it off with your fork <laughs> instead of just eating it on the stick you're trying to like push it off the the skewer with your fork and you kept going kept going and then the, i think like the fourth time it like flung across the room to where the business the partners were and you went to one of the business partners i was just like oh my word and i put it down and acted as if nothing happened <laughs> oh my gosh wow I'm sure did you all the time he thinks about these stories he's like oh my gosh this these child kids, I know this child what was she thinking <laughs> oh and that's when Yasha was born Yasha's our little sister and she she used to crawl on the floor and try to eat ants and worms and just anything she could find on the floor do you remember that what is Zongororos in English by the way um centipede or millipede it's one of the peds yeah, she used, she to, used eat. to eat. Remember, she'd always try and eat them. Yes, but why do we call them chongololo? Is it because the white people don't know how to say zongororo? <laughs> I don't know. I remember we used to it was call always them chongololo. chongololo. And she always tried to eat them. 
and she was never scared oh my gosh Nyasha, I'm sorry, but you were a weird child. She was a weird child, but now she's scared of so many things. Or at least when she when she started to grow up, she was scared of so many things. I don't know why. She was always so fearless when it came to crawling and picking things up to eat. Them. And picking things and doing interesting things. And she's she was the one, she, very... put, she put a bean, a baked bean up her nose and then it got stuck. Yeah. But and mommy, it got stuck. Mommy quickly took some pepper and made her sneeze and it came out. So she and had experience from smart. me putting the marble up my <laughs> nose. <laughs> so one of her child or one of her children had already done that. So she knew how to deal so with it. So it was normal for her now. Oh, oh my gosh. Word. It Those was, were uh, the days. We have such good childhood so memories. And we used to share a room. Do you remember our room? So we moved rooms quite a bit, but there were three rooms in our house. <clears throat> One was our parents. Mm-hmm. And then we shared the pink room and we painted it. Mm-hmm. Was it always pink? I think we painted it pink because you liked pink. Right? Yeah, we painted it pink because I like mm-hmm. pink. I hated <clears throat> and then that it became pink. the pink room. Yeah, the pink room. Oh. Our room was so pretty. Our, oh my gosh. Do, Do you know remember our so baskets? Our toy baskets, the pink ones? Was pink. And it was packed to the brim with toys. And every Christmas we get like Bratz dolls and. <laughs> Talking about Christmas. So let me tell you a story, right? So we went Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. You were also young. Mm-hmm. And we were with Uncle Ronnie. Okay. And Mommy. Uh huh. So I saw them putting, so they'd always hide the toys inside the trolley. I didn't know that. So I saw something that looked like a toy, right? And I wanted to ask. And she's like, ah, and then I kept quiet, right? So that night was the night before Christmas. It was Christmas Eve. And I happened to wake up because we did believe in Santa. Yes, we did for actually a long time. For a long time, we believed Santa was there and the Tooth Fairy and all these things. Yes, the Easter Bunny. So I woke up and I opened the door and I saw them wrapping up the gifts. <gasps> I was so disappointed. Yes, I remember. Didn't you come and tell me? You're like, Mandy, Mandy. <laughs> I came and I told you. I was like, Santa's not there. I was oh so hurt. I, I remember that time. That really broke me because <laughs> I really did believe in Santa. Talk about childhood trauma. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Finding uh, out Santa's not real. I was oh, like, God. what? He's not. And I saw them rapping. I was so disappointed. In the morning, I wasn't as excited. <laughs> because you knew. Oh, I knew that it wasn't from Santa. Yeah. Oh, which Christmas. was so bad. But I guess, you know. Santa isn't real anyway, so it's fine. Shh, there may be kids listening. Santa is real, kids, please. Santa is a very real. real. We just have a non believer in our presence, but it's okay. Santa's real. (laughs) No, I okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Are you gonna are you gonna teach your kids that Santa's real? Yes, I will. Okay. I feel like every child has to experience that. Yeah, just the magic of believing that there's Mm -hmm. this really, really great thing in this world. I think we did. Important. We believed in a lot of things. We believed in Barney, Barney. Santa, <laughs> fairies, <laughs> the Easter Bunny, tooth fairies, exactly Aww. the Easter Bunny. A lot of things. We believed in them. And our parents really did make it fun for us. Yeah. 
they did they tried their best like putting powder on the ground of our room so it looked like the easter bunny had come mm-hmm. and his footprints and the easter eggs the easter eggs oh my word oh, the easter gosh. eggs it was so much fun yeah and even our schools we were very privileged to go to nice schools yeah and barrack was so much fun. Barrack, oh. Remember when you paint the eggs? Yeah. And oh, they it would was also, just so much fun. They would also do like Easter egg hunts or also have the footprints of the Easter bunny. Or mm-hmm. actually at Borrowdale, they had the Easter, the Nestle bunny. Oh, Nesquik. Do you remember? And they, Nesquik, they had the exactly. Nesquik. And we got some Nesquik. I think that's when I really remember how we loved it. Yes, the strawberry one and the chocolate one. Oh, you had such a sweet tooth. Okay, you put me on blast earlier about drinking tub water. I'm gonna put you on blast about having rotten teeth because you were such a sweet (laughs) fiend. You used to love sweets, and then at least these were your baby teeth. At least these were your baby teeth. (laughs) But you had literally black, literally black, dude, (laughs) from eating (laughs) sweets and not brushing. It was the weirdest thing. I don't know how many sweets you'd have to eat. I could literally finish a cake by myself. Oh, you were such a sweet tooth. You had such a sweet tooth. Wow. I know. And even, I think now it's a bit better. Mm. But I love everything sweet. Yeah. I do, I, and I, I love I food. have a sweet tooth as well, but I think mommy really did a good job of suppressing it. Remember how my teeth were so uh-huh. white from not even, like we would have cake once in a blue moon. But when I came to the States, I fell in love. I, I discovered the land of sweets <laughs> and all the options that were there. <laughs> we had, I think we had the most veggies growing up we had the healthiest diet of any children that i know honestly i know and remember when we would try to put sugar in our lacto or sugar on our avocado Mm -hmm. we weren't allowed hey we We weren't allowed (laughs) (laughs) we weren't allowed even in the lacto we weren't allowed like she would tell you to put one teaspoon yeah and you're like, what? What? You can't even <laughs> taste it. Like, I want to taste the sugar. <laughs> mm, it was so nice. But it was, growing up was nice. Yeah. And how we always used to dish our own food. Yeah. Oh. I used to eat a lot, remember? You used to eat a lot. And when you'd serve ice cream, you'd always give yourself like three scoops and then give me two. <laughs> <laughs> you were mean, man. Oh, gosh. Oh, my word. I don't know why I did that. I had the most weird winter. <laughs> I have to confess, whenever I'd dish out, yes, I'd put some, but I would have eaten some already. <laughs> so then you'd even be having extra. Oh. Yes. It was oh always like gosh. that. Wow. And I remember this one time, mommy caught me in the kitchen and I was, I was taking, in fact, stealing Milo. <gasps> you, I got that from you. Do you remember in Tanzania when I, I think I was stealing m&ms or smarties because remember we had Mm -hmm. smarties and i was taking smarties from the kitchen because i'd seen you do it before (laughs) and you used to eat milo just like dry and also condensed or milk powder do you remember the milk powder that you used to literally eat by the spoonful and the milo and sugar i I I got all of that from you i used to just watch you and i'd be like okay this is how you ate butter (laughs) what i did (laughs) Yes, I remember you ate, you used to like butter. (laughs) 
Why I were remember we how such we used to put, weird I used children? to eat camphor as well. Yes, you. Camphor, <laughs> for those listening, is like this um, lotion or cream, mm-hmm. but it has this minty, almost like a minty, herby, herby flavor. I don't know. And it tastes nice. It's sweet if you lick it. And it has glycerin in it, I Please think. do not eat <laughs> lotion or soap or drink bath water. Please. But you know who used to have it? Remember Rosie? Yes, uh, Rosie was one of our maids. Yeah, so she would. She had the lotion. So I remember I was like, can I, can I smell it? And then I put it on my hand. So I happened to lick my hand. And from then I was like, oh my word. Do you know what? What, I, what I'm realizing is because we were deprived of the sweets and the desserts, we wanted to eat soap and lotion and drink bath water. <laughs> because we <laughs> needed some different flavor. <laughs> oh my word, we were so suppressed. And we never would go to... Remember how we would go to um, Tanzania and Daddy always used to spoil us. Yes. Like we'd get so many sweets from ShopRite. Yes. Oh, ShopRite. Oh, the sour worms. Oh. Yes. And those like long snake seeds. Yes. Oh, those were so nice. Oh. And we'd get a variety. And oh, Daddy would allow us to eat everything. Oh. And Mommy would always come like, no, you can only take like two. Mm. And I remember whenever she would nap. I would go Yes, downstairs. mommy used to nap a lot and uh, in Tanzania and Zambia and then we would that's when we would do our sneaking, especially exactly. you. <laughs> you would get the oh, packets yeah, yeah. of the Our room was at the was upstairs, right? Yeah, it was the upstairs. Third. Theirs was the second with the open open floor plan. Yeah, this was on the second floor. I was yeah. on the third floor. So we would then sneak quietly downstairs, <laughs> take sweets and then go back upstairs. Because we were supposed to be napping as well, remember? Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh my word. Oh, mommy's crazy. gonna listen to this and be like, "Wow, these kids." <laughs> Can She's you gonna be like, "I thought I was doing like a that. good job. I thought I was raising angel kids." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my word, gosh. we did. <gasps> and remember how we weren't allowed to play with water. Yes. Ah, oh, and we'd always and want to we because we didn't have a pool. Oh God. Remember when we went, was it like behind there? Um, remember that, like where the chimney was? Yes, by the avocado tree. <laughs> yeah, and we had a hose pipe and we were playing with water. And then mommy came. Oh, gosh. Oh. You know, we got chained very fast. Yes. <laughs> she didn't find out. She didn't. We and were, we're playing with slick so much sometimes. water. Oh, gosh. Those we were, were so. I don't know why we just didn't listen. I know we honestly didn't listen. And remember how Daddy, whenever Daddy would come home, and he had this, his perfume would always stay on the couch. Yes, like his cologne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his well, sorry, cologne. <laughs> and we would always go there and start sniffing it. <laughs> we're so weird. We were the strangest children. Oh my gosh. We'd be like, oh my gosh, you can still smell it. And we'd be like, can you smell daddy? <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, because he used to travel we a lot. So, so then we, we just wanted to smell his scent. Because <laughs> oh, he was gosh. really, he was always like traveling yeah. and stuff. And would get so excited whenever he would come because there's you bring new clothes, toys. Lots of toys. <laughs> 
gadgets, you know, all these cool oh, things. Oh my gosh. Remember, we used to do a lot of puzzles, actually. Do you remember that? Like in the living we room, did. we do a lot of jigsaw puzzles. Mm -hmm. Those were fun. Those times. were fun. Yeah. I would always do them as a family. Mm. Oh, gosh. Especially okay. me and you. Yeah. Most of the times, it's always me and you. Yeah. Because we, we just, we did a lot. Nyasha was. 2004 so that was seven mm -hmm. years after me so we were alone for a good majority of our childhood for seven years of our childhood so we did and then Nyasha came yeah and i remember i always used to want to eat Nyasha's serilac yeah me too you know i actually started <laughs> buying serilac when i came here just to eat it as an adult because I, mommy I know, would never let right? us have it. And whenever Even she my, wouldn't... I buy it for myself now. When she wouldn't finish her Serilac. Serilac is a kid's... A, a toddler's cereal for, I don't mm -hmm. know, like baby food basically but it's really really good and whenever she wouldn't finish we'd always fight over who would have the rest we'd always fight over it remember and then at this one point mommy just threw it away yeah because we were always <laughs> fighting like no i want it I, can you believe us? i know <laughs> oh my word but oh, we okay. at some point we were jealous because nyasha was now getting all the attention yeah because she was oh she is such a cute little angel baby um but she yeah she was she was really cute and obviously she was the baby she had the right to get all the attention yes but we were so but jealous. we didn't understand it <laughs> because our whole lives was just me and mandy yeah oh wow i think we had the best childhood yeah, i'm sorry we guys, had a really had good yeah we had the best honestly like nyasha mm -hmm. and mandla on i think their childhood is getting better now but nothing beats those memories of being super naughty and just having someone close to you in age as a sibling and have, mm -hmm. that's your partner in crime you know in crime you literally crime with, <laughs> you get away with things sometimes you get caught but you're in this together you know you ride or die exactly if one's getting a beating the other's getting yeah. a beating too. oh gosh it was so nice oh, but yeah okay i know you already spoke about the time when you found out that santa was not real but what is one of your favorite Christmas memories or something that you remember about Christmas growing up? Something I remember about Christmas. I have, I think for me, my all the Christmases I had growing up were the best. Mm. You can confirm. Mm -hmm. We had nice Christmases. Yeah. But for me, my best one was when my mom came home for Christmas for the first time oh. in I don't know how many years. Mm. I was in my 20s already. And mind you, she left when I was very young. Yeah. She moved to the UK. She didn't abandon me, guys. She just moved there. So mm. that was, for me, that was so special. Yeah. And it was the first time I actually gifted someone on Christmas. Oh. With my own money. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I bought her a gift so for me that was it was so special it was yeah. just an emotional time for me because I remember I woke up and she handed me my gift it was under her pillow I love perfume yes so obviously she got me a nice expensive mm -hmm. bottle <laughs> and then I handed her a gift mm. of things that I know she likes mm. you know bags and jewelry whatever yeah. so it was very that was my best Christmas for mm. me but all the other Christmases were very special. Some lonely, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. That was the best. I asked, um, when I did my episode with mommy, I asked her 
obviously the holidays are a really big thing in our family but for mm-hmm. some people holidays have very painful memories you know some people spend them alone so what would you say to someone who is maybe spending their christmas alone or just this holiday season even if they don't celebrate christmas what would you say to them to kind of encourage them through this time I would say I know it's hard and you know when especially when you know that everyone's with their family and they're doing their own thing mm. you're bound to feel very lonely and you know you just question your worth mm. but I would recommend if you're a giving person you could go spend a day with charity mm. if you have friends you know ask them if you can go and spend time with them at their house because I know we have we have friends like that like Gaga used to spend holidays with us yeah but if you're really alone watch nice Christmas movies with wine I love wine (laughs) I know you don't drink no I don't but I love wine wine and just lots of food and just enjoy yourself Mm. you know it doesn't matter if you're lonely on Christmas or you're alone you know one day you'll have family a family of your own Mm. and you can celebrate it's 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 kind of difficult to give someone advice who's alone because i've been alone on christmas before but you know i just used to just watch movies like nice christmas movies Mm. the whole day literally from morning to like 12 a.m yeah and if you if you just stay indoors you may not even know that it's christmas you know the only Mm -hmm. way that you'll know is if you go outside and you see someone's christmas trees or you see all of the lights so if you just wake up or on, go on the internet yeah or go on the yeah so stay off your phone <laughs> and yeah <laughs> if you, you just make it another day if if you don't celebrate or if you are alone and mm-hmm. also remember to reach out to someone if you are really feeling lonely you know just zoom with someone um, yeah you can or call a friend they can yeah. invite you over mm. or yeah, yeah. Really, anything really mm. Yeah. to do what makes you happy well this was such a fun episode i love that we had a very serious adult chat and then we were like let's take mm-hmm. it back to the simpler times, <laughs> the <fun> times. <laughs> to the streets of our childhood yeah, yeah it streets. was very nice i really uh, enjoyed it thank yeah, you so much it was so fun but yeah thank you for coming on here and being my guest and i, I think i want to bring you back on to talk more about childhood trauma in the future because oh, i think that's i can, that can i'm yeah now i'm ready to talk about it before mm-hmm. i wasn't yeah but now i'm ready yeah great okay well so enjoy the rest of your day same to you love, love you, you lots Mwah. Mwah. bye Thank you so much for listening to another episode of And Other Things. If you haven't already, make sure you follow the podcast on Instagram at And Other Things Potty. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and share with a friend. Tune in every Monday for a new episode of And Other Things as I, alone or with guests, chat about past and present experiences that shape our everyday and other things is hosted, written, and produced by me. Join me next time wherever you find your podcasts. Take care.
Ho, ho. Happy holidays. <laughs>